0: Welcome back to the Library Podcast. This is your host, Rhea Bandit. Today we will be talking about the Dewey Decimal System. (laughs) psych! Just kidding. We're not going to be talking about the Dewey Decimal System. Come on! Unbelievable. I can't believe you guys actually believed me. How could we talk... How could this be a Library Podcast? But can you imagine if it was... I remember when we were in elementary school we used to have these little presentations in the library and the librarians would be like okay kids this is the Dewey Decimal System they'd like I don't even know significant numbers yet how would I know how to work the Dewey Decimal System every time I went into the library to ask for a book the librarian always got it for me because I thought that was the job of the librarian so if you're teaching me the Dewey Decimal System Aren't you impl- making me employable to get to 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 do your job? Which I of course I never learned it. Of course I still don't. I still don't get it. But isn't that isn't that kind of what was going on there? Anyways, I feel very inspired today, and you know I'm sure many of you are like, oh my gosh, this juicy title that Rhea has put on on this on this episode, yeah, you're right. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be very juicy. For many of you who don't know, I, um, started playing golf in about seventh or eighth grade. And this was because like many things in my life, my dad pushed me into it. Um, and at the time, like many things in this world, was not appreciated. But then, of course, now I'm super grateful for it, but we'll get into that. So, I swam from third grade. Okay, let me explain my athletic history to you, which is very brief, and it's going to sound like an I'm an Olympic athlete, but please don't be mistaken. Please don't don't let this get to your head like it has gotten to mine. I'm very far, very far from the Olympic state of athletics. Now, I start, my parents uh, put me in the swim team in third grade. You know, I had a few chins on me, still have a few. <laughs> but um, they were like, you know, hey, maybe some cardiovascular exercise for this young girl would not be such a bad idea so I joined the swim team and um, I made lifelong friends essentially Um, not to mention I was the worst in the whole team and I swam for six years I swam competitively I have a parka with my last name or my first my my first and last name like literally embroidered into the parka And my team name embroidered into the back. It's in my closet still. I used to wake up at 5 in the morning maybe once every couple months to go to swim meets when I should have been going to swim meets much more often. And I didn't. Um, But also I had two working parents. So that was hard. And my dad traveled a lot. So my mom was essentially um, kind of doing the running around on her own. And that was hard. But um, that was one of the reasons. But also, I never wanted to go. <laughs> that was the main reason. My mom would get an email saying, oh, there's a swim meet. Do you want to go? I'd be like, that's a negative. Please do not put me in the 50 free. I know. Absolutely not. Till this day, I still don't know what my speciality stroke was. I still don't know. Because I really wasn't particularly good at anything. And I felt like freestyle wasn't a specialty stroke because everybody did it. And I also learned the other day that it's not Tuscan, it's Tucson, 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 Arizona. Literally, I'm appalled at myself. Anyway, so that was my swim history. Very brief. I made lifelong friends. I'm still friends with these people, um, you know, and one of... One of the earliest decisions I had to make, which was one of the hardest decisions I had to make, was switching between swim to golf. I knew I was never going to be a fantastic swimmer. I knew that. I also hated it towards the end because the only so I'm a very social person. I could classify myself as a very textbook extrovert okay textbook on the dot so swimming in isolation for hours and I'm panting at the wall because I'm tired and I'm sweating in the water which like you could never see but also I'm just like why am I sweating so much anyways it was really just not something I enjoyed that much at all but then when my dad started putting me in golf lessons I was like I also don't enjoy this because I can't hit the ball right so I was like okay I'm not good at either so do I just stick with what I know and continue for years or just continue this and swim because I wanted to do a sport in high school so I was like do I continue swim and swim in high school? And I'd heard horror stories about high school swim. Like, I had heard that it was just way more intense and you lose so much weight. And I was like, although this would be very good for my physical physique, it's going to be a no for me. It's just going to be a no. And I really liked my swim coach. He had seen all of us grow up. Um, and he was a very... um like a very, uh, ment kind of the only mentor, like image aside from my parents that I had. Um, and he, and I think kind of, you know, I'm not to brag, but I'm, I, I'm well liked, you know, by, I'm just kidding, not at all, but I, um, he, he was, he was fun and I really liked him and I think, uh, you know, he liked me too as a student. And so it was, it was hard, and I it was hard for me to switch over to golf nonetheless I made the transition now where do I begin with golf I'm gonna try and make this the least boring as possible for and try to make try to explain these stories to people who as if they have never understood the game of golf because it's it's confusing sometimes right if you've never played so how do how do I put this okay so I started playing golf in seventh grade I was like okay I'm gonna try out for the um I'm gonna try out for the um varsity women's golf team varsity so cocky I'm gonna try out for the women's golf team and hope I get onto varsity because that would be cool that would be cool what an accomplishment it was awesome because all of my entire friend group was from the swim team and they all supported my endeavors in golf they were like oh my gosh awesome like totally do it if that's what you wanted to do they were like you know it's time for you to move on re it's time for you to move on to another sport that's more manageable for you <laughs> so I my dad was a huge huge supporter of me, um, he's a very athletic person himself. Vi- like, did every kind of sport possible when he was younger, and I think I'm sure had the same hopes and dreams for his children. I carried that out for a very temporary amount of time, and my sister is on a more permanent track for that. Um, but I ended up trying out. I took a lot, like a lot of lessons, a lot of practice, and it was hard because you have to learn how to be coordinated and you have to like to hit a golf ball is not easy right and it's a lot of repetition and practice and but once you get it it's kind of just like muscle mems, you know muscle mems. just comes back kind of comes back to you so I tried out um and there was like tryouts and I was like so excited and so nervous and I didn't know anybody I didn't know anybody but there was on the first day of tryouts there was one indian girl there and she and i like we <laughs> i literally had never met her before the first day of high school tryouts for golf i walk in there i see her and you know it's like i've mentioned this before it's the indian indian connection you know you know i'm indian i know you're indian you know we're both indian we're, we're you know so we're kind of like okay so <coughs> oh excuse me um so she and I became instantly like we got there her dad was there and I was like oh like where do you live in like in Scripps, like in our neighborhood she was like oh like I live right here I was like oh cool and my dad's like oh we'll just drive you home so literally first day of tryouts I'm, I'm friends with this girl and we I literally drove her home I didn't even know her but we're lifelong friends now. And I mean, that's just how it turned out. And here are a couple. Basically, I ended up get, getting on varsity freshman year. I did really bad because I was so new to the sport. Um, and there was a lot of pressure and I was really hard on myself and um, all that kind of stuff. But because I wasn't really sure if I was going to go the academic route or the athletic route. But come on, Rhea, the academic route the athletic route, reevaluate yourself. But, um, anyways, so freshman year was good. Not a lot of juice there. The only thing like, so what I'm about to get into is the funniest stories, the things we used to do, the things that would go down during our golf matches that like, we just in the moment would like cry and die about these things and because it's been so long like today I got to play my favorite golf course in the whole world Torrey Pines golf course it's beautiful it's beautiful I mean just well meant like there's a pro event there every year the farmer's insurance open and there's beautiful ocean it was a gorgeous day um you know it was just I, and there's paragliders and it's just like a dream come true to play there. Um, and it's challenging enough, but it's also not super, not su- doesn't like beat you up, make you want to quit. I mean, golf makes me want to quit every time I play because it's not an easy sport to be good at, um, as is no sport. But um, so the reason I want to talk about this is because I used to play at this golf course for free three times a week in high school. And it's this gorgeous golf course where you see the ocean and the sun setting out. And it's like, it's like, I tapped into this vault of memories that I had never thought about. And I haven't thought about in like three, four years. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember when this happened, that happened. All right, so let's just get into it, right? We've waited enough. Let's get into it. First of all, there was this girl my freshman year, and she was there for a couple years after too, on my team named Adriana okay, such a sweet girl, awesome, awesome teammate, for some reason, I did not know, I was the freshman, I went along with everything, maybe I was a little sassy, but I still got, I still went along with it, okay, I was also the only freshman on varsity, so my head had gotten a little big, but I was still a terrible player at the time, for some reason, the upperclassman, like, the, she was a couple years older than I was, Her nickname, I have no idea. I have no idea how this name came up, okay? We nicknamed her. I didn't. The others, when I came on the team, this was already established. Her name was Adriana. Her nickname was AIDS. AIDS. And I am 100% sure at the time she had no such disease. And we'd just joke and laugh about it. We'd be like, oh, AIDS, whatever. But then this nickname stuck to the point where we, when we went to go play with other teams. And we'd write down the names on the scorecards. If we were writing the scorecards, we would just write AIDS. And the other girls would be like, um, I think you made a mistake. Who's, I, like, did you misspell somebody? We're like, no, that's Adriana. <laughs> They're like, why is your name AIDS? And we'd be like, I, I felt so. She just lived with it. Like I think it was just like a running joke, and we had we had no explanation. That was the thing. There was no explanation. It makes zero sense at all. We just called her AIDS. So it's like, who are you playing with? Oh, I'm playing with AIDS. Like What, what is? Like you're playing. Wait, you literally you have AIDS. You're playing with AIDS, or you're playing. I'm good. No, no, no. Her name is AIDS. Your name is AIDS. No, no, it, oh, no. So her name is Adriana. We just call her AIDS. We're like, oh, cool. <laughs> we made zero sense. So we're the team with the girl whose name was AIDS. First of all, that was one thing. Second, we progressively started getting more and more Indian people on the team. Okay. So when I joined the team, there was an Indian girl a year above me. Then next year I came as a sophomore, another Indian girl joined. She was a freshman. Next year when I was a junior and the Indian girl above me was a senior, we had an Indian girl as a freshman. So there was one point on the team where we had a senior, a junior, a sophomore, and a freshman, all like Indians in every year. So the probability of if you were playing our team, the probability that you would play with an Indian was four out of six. That's like, what, 66%. I'm so good at math. So it was more than a 50% chance that if you played with a Scripps Ranch high team member, you played with an Indian person. That was like our odds. There was this one match where we played another high school and there was one Indian girl on that team. And we made it a point that all four of us took a picture. We had just met this girl (laughs) We're things again we're lifelong I'm lifelong friends with that girl like we're very close like the, the the thing is I owe so much to this game like I've met so many amazing people and that's what I love about it is you can socialize and talk and I'll get to that point in the end so we made it a point to take a picture with this girl and everyone was like oh cool like you guys do you guys all know each other no that's the beauty of being Indian we do not know each other we re- she doesn't know us we just met her but we, she's an Indian. So we have to take a picture together. And we're all I mean, we're all close. Like we're all we were all like very close. And every year we'd play that team and we'd be like, Oh, my God, is she gonna play? Like, is the Indian? coming? <laughs> Can we play with her? She's like, Well, yeah, there's a 66% chance that you will anyway. So it's not going to be that hard to pair you guys up. But um, so so this is the other story. That's the best so every year in our high school like we had a pep rally right like at the beginning of the year so all of the fall sports so women's golf was a fall was a fall season sport so we would play so the fall sports would do like a little rally thing like either they do like a little you know um what is this called like a relay race or they do like a fundraising thing or something kind of like a small event right like in the middle what do the what do we do? Of course, if you know me, just imagine, what would Rhea do if there was a pep rally? Right in front of the entire high school on the football field in front of the entire high school, all four classes split up. Of course, a dance. You won. You're right. Of course, I would do a dance. And what kind of song would you do a dance to? I don't know an Indian one an Indian one it's only appropriate it's only appropriate so my freshman year this was kind of like a way of hazing the new freshman who came onto the team right it wasn't hazing but it was like oh all freshmen have to do the dance like there's no choice like it was just kind of fun like it was a fun thing okay so one year we (laughs) wanted to put um this sign down called go golf okay like on posters so we re- like they wrote it individually and you know we're in high school we still don't understand the dewey decimal system like we're just kind of putting down the signs on the field as per our understanding little do we know little do we know the signs have been put down backwards and it says flogog it says flogog not go golf not go golf. It says flogog. So we were the flogog team, for years to come. Oh my gosh! Wait, what team are you? On? I'm on flog. I'm on. I'm on golf. Oh, flogog. Yeah, that one. That 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 was our title. And so, my freshman year, they made me dance on Gundam, Gangnam Style. Whoop well, on Gangnam Style, da, 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 that one, the whole routine, they made me do it. And me and my other Indian friend, we went out. <laughs> we went we went so hard. The next year, we did the song... Ex- we had three Indian girls at this point. My second year, we did the song Exotic by Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> and we danced in front of the entire school to these songs. And did a full routine. And I think it's still on Facebook. I have to find it. It is so cringe to even think about this. Just, like, the confidence level, you guys. Who does that? We do. So, Flogog and we're dancing to Gangnam Style and Exotic with Priyanka Chopra featuring Pitbull. So, this was kind of, you know, we we were just kind of like a... Like we were just like making fools of ourselves left and right, but we were a very serious team, like everybody loved playing with us we were we would practice hard when we needed to but you know there were some times where we would play some teams. I remember one time I played this team um some teams obviously are not here's here's the secret about women's golf here's what we do we You have to be able to read the other team and you have to have some external knowledge as to who the members are on the team and what kind of golf they're playing and what kind of people they are before you even start, okay? Obviously, if you've ever met a woman in her life, we are masters at investigation. We are masters at finding information. We are masters at knowing everything, okay? We used to find out, does this girl play serious tournaments outside? That means she's gonna be hard to play with because she's not gonna be fun. You go with her. I don't wanna I don't wanna deal with it today. Like that kind of thing. So we used to be like, Okay, this team is serious. We need to not mess around this team. If we had a team where we're like, Okay, we know historically they're not that good, one of the girls literally while we're warming up is like, Oh my gosh, yeah, my grandma just gave me clubs and I've never even played golf for like a holiday hour, we're like, Oh my god, are you serious? So you know we'd be like okay it's gonna be chill but it's gonna be a little slow it's gonna be a slower round so that girl who had never played golf before the first time she ever played golf was with me and my uh, teammate and her and somebody else and the other time was like our, the other girl was like her second time playing golf ever 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 in a high school match so we had teed off like on the 10th hole so there's 18 holes in golf it's split like this one through nine and then there's a break and then nine through 18 okay and 18's the finish so I remember one time they had us tee off like start on the 10th hole and we were finishing on the 18th and this girl I remember she was like okay so where's the 19th hole And I felt so bad, but I also just looked at her and I was like, Hon- "Honestly, girl, I I don't know, but I think the twentieth hole's over there." And then her teammate was like, "Rebecca, there's only eighteen holes," and she's like, "Oh my god, I feel so bad." I was like, "Oh, me too. I can't believe I forgot that." I, whew. I know, crazy. At least we're done, right? That was one story. Another story is like I remember sometimes. One time. I remember okay here's the thing about women's golf we again if you've ever met a woman in your life we're talkers okay we like to talk we like to gossip we like to chat okay like we're by the third hole and I already know what this boyfriend has done and who his ex-girlfriend was and like what the whole situation was and when he asked her out and how he did it and if he's gonna ask her to prom I already know all of this by the third hole that we're playing Because we, because we talk, because that's what girls do, right? We're like, oh my God, how's this guy that you were talking to last year? And then you meet the year again, you're like, oh my gosh, he was totally, so, I mean, that's kind of like how, how it goes. We gossip. Okay. So because we're, I don't know, not so focused on the game and focused on gossiping and chatting and making friends, or maybe that's just me. Okay. But I honestly think it was everybody. We, I don't know, took our own sweet time. So let me give you a little bit of a example an average round of golf, 18 holes. Today I played 18 holes. I walked with my bag. I didn't even take a cart. It took me three hours. It would, we would tee off at three in a high school match, which is only nine holes. We would be done by 7.30. Four and a half hours. That's not okay that's not okay to the point where we used to play tory pines three times a week and watch the sunset every week and tory pines literally called our school and said please you cannot use our course as a home course anymore because we're losing money because you guys talk for four and a half hours we were like oops (laughs) oh my gosh and so one time i remember we took so long in the fall and the, the days are shorter right in the fall like when the time I don't know if the time if it was before the time change or what we were on the seventh hole like I I think I was in the third group and it was pitch black and of course you know I had probably three putted I, had, I was probably not playing so well that day most likely I could bank on that and I think the coaches just gave us automatic pars like automatic, like good scores, like on the eighth and ninth hole, because there was no sunlight left. So we just, we couldn't play the last two holes because we took so much time or because maybe the group in front of us or whatever. And sometimes we're also not good golfers, So it takes us like a hundred strokes to get to the pin. So I remember one year, you know, we used to kind of, I don't know, deliberately stall sometimes Maybe say a few words more in our gossiping sessions to run out the sunlight. <laughs> so we used to get automatic pars at the end and the golf cart would come and pick us up and we'd just go to the ninth hole. <laughs> and we didn't have to play. We're like, oh, let's just leave. We have so much homework left. Let's just wait. The coach will come anyways. <laughs> Not okay. We couldn't do that with every team, obviously, but I just know there were some times when we would do that. Another embarrassing story is, this is, this happened specifically to me. <clears throat> um, I, okay, so there's this golf course called Balboa, and we used to play this one all the time. Okay, they, they were willing to put up with our crap. They were willing to put up with it, you know, because it's kind, it's really far from like main part of san diego it's i hate that golf course to walk is like really bad so most of the high school matches were there anyways um and i don't think a lot of us liked balboa some of us did but you know it's just i have such a mental map of the whole course in my head it's kind of like gross but um but anyways so what we would only play nine holes most golf courses bring back the ninth hole to the front okay and Balboa specifically was one of the only golf courses that did not. If you wanted to get back to the clubhouse, like get back to the parking lot, you had to either walk back the nine holes, which nobody did. But then the parents, because none of us had our license, found this like roadway, this pathway that went, that met at the ninth hole. So if we were done, we'd calculate the scores there. And then um, we, there would be like a fence, and most of the time the fence door would be open. So there's a fence in between the road and the golf course. One time, okay, this is so traumatizing. I remember one time the the fence door had not been opened. So we're done with our golf match. All of us are so tired, right? Like we've walked, like we walk nine holes. We you wake up like at six in the morning, go to school, go straight to the golf match, play for four and a half hours, and then come home and you have homework to do. And so it's, it's exhausting. And so we're like, okay, we just want to go home. Like, what are we going to do? We can't walk. Like, do we call them to bring golf carts? Do we walk back the nine holes? Obviously, we can't do that. What do we do? And all the parents are at the other side of the fence. We're like, how are we going to do this? And someone was like, we have to hop it. And I, I was like, look, I'm already not very athletic. Okay. You want me to hop this fence? look at me I'm like I can't I was like I can't do that and they're like no no Rhea it's all mental it's all mental you can. I was like no way you guys there's no way by the time I was even saying no way girls were undoing their push cards like putting golf bags over the fence parents are they're throwing it over parents are catching it from the other side they're putting it in the cars. like this is happening like we are entering another country like it is we're hopping the fence you guys it's happening I was like, oh my God, everybody had like, like basically the girls, the lightweight girls, you know, started climbing really quickly, dainty climbing, whatever they start going over. I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And it's like, I don't, it's like dads picking us up, right? Because the dads are the most enthusiastic about the game. Very rarely would a mom come out and be like, okay lady like moms did come out but I think I remember that day specifically it was like somebody's dad and I remember I was like okay I'm just gonna climb it they were like Rhea just do it like hold on to this and then I was like okay maybe I can do this So I start climbing the fence and there's like this, the top of the fence is like sharp edged, right? So I'm like holding on, I'm like really stressed and the the dad is like, I'll catch you, I'll catch you. And I'm like, no, you won't. I'm like, no, you won't. And if you do catch me, you'll die. I'm like, you have no, I'm like, no, 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 no. That was under a lot of high stress. Okay. So I start climbing this fence. I get over to the other side and it's like a good, maybe five, six feet off the ground and they're like, don't climb down, just jump, just jump, I'm like, okay, that makes sense, obviously, I'll jump, so I was like, obviously, hugging the fence very closely, because I didn't want to get hurt, like, I don't know, I just was obviously afraid, this next part, you guys, I still feel it, okay, I take my feet out of the little slots in the fence, okay or my my one foot is out my other foot is about to come out my hands are officially they're about to get off all of this happened in like a split of a second i let go and i jump and guys i am dangling i am dangling from the fence by my belt buckle which had caught onto the fence and i had a full-blown wedgie full-blown wedgie I'm in pain I'm dangling I'm half off this fence completely just falling off the side flipping over completely just oh my god so embarrassed dad's like do I catch her are you okay should I be helping you I'm like no don't help me don't touch me I got this I'm freaking out it's not okay I'm completely just like hanging my entire body is hanging off of this fence through my belt buckle it's caught on the fence I immediately clutch onto the fence I'm like oh my god oh my god ow 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 oh my god the dads are like I'm looking away I'm like oh my god this is so embarrassing the girls are crying they're laughing laughing so hard laughing so hard my coach is crying I'm like oh my god you guys this is so bad this is so bad I had to undo my belt buckle made sure I was completely unattached to the fence and then I you bet you bet I didn't jump that time I crawled my way down to that fence I worked my way down the fence one slot in the fence at a time and I got to the ground and I stood there and I just looked at everyone I was like I'm okay and I got in the car and didn't say a word to ride home It was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. It was just, I think there's a picture of me, like, climbing over the fence, and it's just horrendous. Um, that was one example. And another thing was, oh, my gosh. We were playing this one team one time, and the, it they were a pretty good team. And we really wanted to win that match, I remember. And I think we pulled, you know, okay, here's the thing. You're not allowed to use your phone in golf matches. You're technically not allowed to say any kind of foul language, but you know me. You know me. I hit a bad shot. I mean, in the hazard, you guys, like extra stroke penalty situation. And I dropped a couple of bad words. Maybe I I, and you know, I, I didn't whisper them. Okay. I'm not like, no, I hit a bad shot. And I I went, yeah, I went off. The coach from the other team was like two holes away. And apparently she heard some student say some foul, foul language. Now, what am I saying? That's me. I cannot, con- I cannot confirm nor can I deny this because there's a very strong possibility it could have been somebody else I mean there's multiple girls playing how do you know it was me right there's no proof unless somebody goes and snitches on you anyways so I hit a really bad shot I said a few bad words maybe yelled them by the end of the game we had beaten the other team by a couple of strokes everything's getting finalized. We're, sca- sca- we're signing the scorecards. We're calling the newspaper to, you know, report the score, et cetera. <sighs> calling the newspaper. I sound like I'm 50. Well, 50 is not old, but, um, I just sound like I'm old, but, um, or old school, shall I say. But, um, so then the coach comes up to my coach and whispers something to him and we're like all oh, super happy, we're like heck yeah, I can't believe we did this, etc. And um the coach girls come here right now. And all of us huddle up we're like, "Oh my god, what's the drama? Tell us, what did the coach tell you?" Little do I know, one of the girls went up to her coach and said, "Oh, um one of the players on the other team that I was playing with said, whatever a certain word when she said this shot and so um that's grounds for disqualification so he looks at us and goes who cussed Ooh, that was a tough one i just kind of looked around i was like "Do you guys know anybody who did that i mean you know i mean what define cuss i mean what is you know what is, what is what is cussing just tell me what i mean what's a bad word you know bad is such a broad term how do you really define the word bad you know so that's kind of where i was at and he's like he he got he's a very chill coach but he got really serious because this she was about to you know disqualify the entire match this coach from the other team And so he was like, you girls need to speak up right now. You need to tell me who it was or else I'm going to sit down with each and every one of you individually. And we're like, okay, okay, okay. I was like, okay, hello, 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 hello. It was me. It was me. I might've said a few words. He was like, Rhea, she heard you. I was like there's no way I was like I didn't have a megaphone I'm like I didn't have a megaphone I wasn't I didn't have a microphone and an amplifier system to just like purposely say these words and do it. I was like I just you know was exclamatory exclamatory I'm like how how did she hear that there's like there's no way he's like I don't care he's like I absolutely do not care the fact that she's calling disqualifications is not okay he's like I'm gonna fight for you this time but you guys have to watch your like, dirty little mouths that was rough so he went and fought and said look you can't be telling us this stuff after the score's over like that's not okay like we've all figured out the score and you can't be doing this um and so he was really nice enough to fight for me and then I'm pretty sure he, the next day in class he cussed and he was like he was like how dare you guys cuss like this but, anyways, that's just kind of a couple of stories from my time at the golf team. I just wanted to wrap this episode up by reading a text message I got. Um, one of my uh family friends listened to the podcast and he texted me this. Also, I listened and laughed so much to the H thing because I'm not lying, the exact same thing happened to me, all caps. I was in class and the teacher told me to spell hammer and I said etch and the whole class started laughing and I was just so confused and the teacher just laughs at me and it was really sad and I went home and told my mom and she was like I don't know that's how I was taught Americans are dumb (laughs) that's the best thing I've ever (laughs) heard oh my gosh amazing And somebody else texted me saying, oh, my gosh, the same thing happened to me. And I was in the sauna of my gym listening to your podcast. And I started cracking up. Very sweet. Anyways, guys, thank you. Really appreciate it. That was just kind of my story, my golf team stories. Have a wonderful week. Um, Remember, don't sweat the small stuff in life. You know, life is so much bigger. There are bigger problems than, you know fighting with friends and just, okay, I'm getting too serious. This is too serious, but um, if you like it, please leave me a five-star review (laughs) or you leave me a one-star review. But if you leave me a five-star review, one day I might get famous. And if you're friends with me, you may also get famous. So it's a mutually beneficial deal. Um, But anyways, Anchor was super cool because it actually did put my podcast up on more than 10 platforms let me let me read this to you guys one last thing before this episode ends. Uh, okay, it's loading also, I can see who's listening to my podcast like it tells me you have a listening you have a listener in Edmonton. I'm like, oh, I only have one member there of my family, so I know who's listening to it. Very cool um okay, my episode my uh my podcast is available on nine platforms it's available on anchor apple podcast google podcast spotify breaker overcast Pocket Cast, podbean radio public and um that's it so thank you so much again and enjoy the rest of your week peace